What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, girl. What's going hey, girl. on? Girl, <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, what's going on? Yeah. You know. So much. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, my notes are, like, noting. <laughs> oh, well, good. Mine are so-so. I watched a couple times and didn't take too many notes and then went back and took very abbreviated notes but that's okay because i felt like i was so i was like you were busy watching the show like watching this foolishness yes yes and that's just foolish that's how i could describe (laughs) this episode in one one word it'll be foolish yes with a picture of deontay's mother (laughs) girl stop the bus yes (laughs) yes All right, we're back for another recap of Life After Lockup, season four, episode 44, No Money, More Problems. Because that that is what's going on. That was an appropriate title for this episode because these Mm -hmm. motherfuckers broke with all the smoke. I don't get it. (laughs) Yes. Yes, child. So where should we start um let's see i'm thinking eris and cam child because per use yeah per use like hey i don't know know, followed his sisters i'm bored already i'm like all right fuck it that was cool (laughs) while it lasted (laughs) yes right because that's the nature of this show and everything going on it can be so flash in the pan so anywho eris and cam so we see them getting ready for the day they're going to go furniture shopping and Eris. Girl, is- <laughs> you know. Oh, right. Man, it's like we can't even get there because it already is too much. So Eris is so popping out this weed. <laughs> right? She decides. Pissing me off. She's going to wear her best orphan Annie wig for the day. Hated it. <laughs> Hated it. But, you know, Cam, you know what? He has the right spirit to make things lighthearted because he's like girl I don't care I'm gonna snatch the wig off regardless <laughs> it's like, and look at me what you want with me with a wig girl I don't like wigs I don't like them <laughs> <laughs> I don't like young girls wearing wigs like that's our grandmas used to wear that like right isn't I, I don't it know. don't get me started don't get me started that shit is for old people and cancer patients like i don't know where 20 something year olds just start doing this it's weird so you're talking about like a full like just grab and go slap wig. it on your head yeah, yeah. I, the lace front that's different but i i still think in it's its in, own way yeah um, it's different but i i think it's interesting that we are truly in between like we had the the older people that did shake and goes and we knew that wasn't really for us. And then, what are they? A girl starts say press on wigs, uh, lace front wigs, sure. <laughs> where, sure. 
we're a little bit you know past what we would do like on a on a regular basis at least like it's not our norm like it is for some younger folks so yeah i think it is funny that um airs picked up like a good shake and go <laughs> for the day <laughs> i hated it but anywho so she and cam they are like i said headed to the furniture store and you know they're still talking about his money sources and like i said last week like or last time they were on i'm not really interested in going back and forth about that i hate that it's probably against the fourth wall policy to talk about getting paid from the show on the show but it's just annoying when you feel like you keep hearing about somebody being worried about you know money but the only reason we are looking at you is because somebody's cutting you some type of money and, you know so then they pull up to Get the air conditioner fixed so that that needs to happen it still wasn't fixed they complained about it being hot i no, it, it shouldn't have been broken in the first place how about that how about you that? live in florida touche mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. So, you know what? They pull up to Doma Furniture and I know exactly where that is. That was down the street from my house when I lived in Tampa. So, shout out to... Oh, you gonna keep a good furniture store on deck, okay? <laughs> Jackie, I always know where the furniture store is. <laughs> it was brand new. They built it while I was there. So, you know, that area of town was really booming and also some really nice homes you know those type of homes where they always doing a you know a good furniture refresh so so yeah probably lots of business for them but it was kind of crazy when i looked at it at first you know and i kind of tilted my head i'm like do i do i know where they are and i was like that's down the street from my house like it's next door to the Publix that was like in walking distance now don't get me wrong it was a long walk but you know, it was like right outside of the the residential neighborhood. So that was kind of funny. I'm like, okay, I know exactly where they are. But, you know, go in there. You cool. stay pooching. <laughs> you right? are walking motherfucking that. I'm not walking nowhere. Okay, I don't care. I'll be like, what? You always want to walk. <laughs> I used to be like, why are we not driving? You'd be like, it's right here. <laughs> no, let's go to the car. I'm not doing this. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> because I'm so lazy well and it's funny because i'm like so now i feel like i really wouldn't walk anywhere or i guess maybe i'm just not in that mode anymore but you know i probably so, should get back into it <laughs> pause and you probably gonna delete this but i'm still gonna ask that when you lived in dallas what's that little bar across the street from your house you wouldn't walk to that now the hideaway oh no i'm absolutely yes. walking to the hideaway see but i'm not I'm you're not walking across the street the one light no <laughs> one no. crossing one light that means it's gonna take us less time to drop over that we're getting this oh my gosh yeah no well you definitely wouldn't have walked from my house to the furniture store they were at Probably. oh no yeah that will don't with me yeah you definitely would have been like absolutely not so so yeah no but i thought that was cool you know to give me a frame of reference and i do i stand by what i said before i think they live in a, a nice little town i said it last week and then i realized i said it wrong i'm like let me just delete this so i don't sound like i don't know what i'm talking about completely <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah they're in there looking at furniture that of course is more expensive than it needs to be and eris gets this call from 
her friend Priscilla, who has been watching Lena, and she wants to meet Cam. And she's like a former CO. It's always a lot of COs on here. <laughs> Girl, like, this is an ethical issue for me. And you're like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> <But> <laughs> carry on. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, all right, today, pull up at the beach and we're all gonna, you know, hang out. So uh, they drive over to the beach and uh, Priscilla and Cam kind of walk the beach and have a conversation while Eris and Lena practice TikTok dances. I and thought that was cute. That was really cute. Um, and Priscilla is, you know, asking Cam about his past, his intentions, you know, the same type of things that a lot of friends and loved ones ask the, the folks that are recently released on this show. But I'm not going to lie. I really kind of struggled with like, her relevance <laughs> i get that that was era's friend but and that that was the closest person to her because she said her parents weren't there and i don't know why i thought that her family also lived in tampa but i did too yeah so it was like why is this you know the person vetting cam but i guess if she doesn't have other folks that are close to her that are around this this is somebody that would be there physically you know that could get a better understanding of who cam is and you know i think she was real with him like i've seen the men you know come in and how and propose to these women and be engaged and say they're gonna do right and then things don't work out and of course cam is like that's not me <laughs> and he plans to play an active role in lena's life and you know he has good intentions so of course you know miss priscilla is holding his feet to the fire and he said he don't really give a damn about what she thinks which honestly <laughs> that's fair as long as you do right by Eris, you know i think that priscilla overstepped mm -hmm. i really do she looks a little older like maybe she's you know older than Eris and cam but so okay so just what? quick sidebar he said that he's 30 and she's about 10 years older than him and i'm like baby i'm knocking on 40's door and that woman is not 40 how old do you think she is she was more looking more like 45 46 mm -hmm, agreed but you know some of the other fellow aunties they love to have that auntie look about themselves you know we just don't do that like tabitha brown but, <laughs> is she our age no but she's like seven years older than us but she definitely acts like she's like 17 years older than us yes <laughs> I agree. You know, yeah. So yeah, there is some of those, you know, but I just feel like, girl, okay, with you being former corrections, like I understand your concern, but your concern needs to be I felt like that whole conversation was inappropriate. That I wanna talk to him. Talk to him for what? Yeah. Eris is your friend. You you are team Eris. So it really don't it really does not matter what he says. Yeah. Whatever she said is what it is. Right. Right. And that's and I mean she just overstepped to me and I didn't like it. Like you're her friend, not her mother. And he's right. He does not have to answer to you to you. So Yeah. Here we are. Okay, yeah. And so <laughs> go get your sisters. <laughs> right. Okay, so you agree with me. Cause I was just kinda like, why is she here? Like and especially because we know, Eris, you have fa a father at least, you know, not sure 
if mom's still around or whatever but I feel like I would have found a way to prioritize getting my dad in town or getting on a FaceTime with my dad or something, you know, related to my parents so that they could talk to Cam versus just this random friend just because they're local to Tampa. Like, and they were a CEO. Like, if that's really the only reason this is happening, yeah, it was just kind of like, I don't, I don't really get it. And you know what? So I have to say, so last week, I don't even remember what it was probably Sunday, um, actually. So only a few days ago, um, I was on YouTube on Geo Malik's page. Shout out to Geo Malik. He's he's pretty entertaining um, and does love after lockup recaps. And so he was uh, doing a live and Cam came on his live and was talking about everything he's got going on right now and was at the house in Florida, you know, looks like everything's still going according to plan. And, you know, um, he chimed in a little bit on on recapping some of the other cast members, but, you know, he was very diplomatic about everything. And, you know, I, I think if nothing else, Cam, I won't say he's like winning me over, but I really do appreciate that there really honestly isn't a lot to their story because he does he's not keeping up a bunch of drama bullshit yeah, yeah that's true yeah and that's it's true. like i and would prefer he, that i told you that yeah he has a work from home job like mm-hmm. it's like he does customer service or something this is for instagram like yeah okay cool you know i, I could deal with that yep he said he just got another raise <laughs> i'm like come on now see and see? He posted, I think, on like Twitter, you know, and said, you know, people are are still always asking, like, if he's still hustling. And the answer is yes, because he's he's hustling in the sense that he is exposing part of his private life to us for a check. And he still goes to work every day. He has to do what he has to do to, you know, provide for his family. So, yes, by loose definition, he's still hustling. He's just not selling drugs. And I'm like, you know what? This is best case scenario. So (laughs) like, what more can we really ask of you? You know, if you are being loyal to your, to your wife and your family, being consistent with your full-time employment, you know, keeping a job and out here staying out of trouble. Like that's, that's all that anybody can ask of you, Cam. So kudos. Yeah. He's not back in jail. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, so that was them and their feature. (laughs) We'll see if they have anything else for us. He did say the next few weeks we might not like him. So just (laughs) just hold on. So I was like, okay. Mm. All right. Who's next? Uh, We got Justine and Michael or Mm. Sean and Sarah. Mm, I have, you know. Or Blaine and Lindsay. Yeah, let's do let's do them. Yeah, good Blaine. old. Yeah, Lindsay and Blaine. Girl, you know what I got for my notes under Blaine and Lindsay? What? The, this dumbass storyline with the eye roll emoji. Yes. In in summary, okay. So <laughs> we continue right drawing out the weakest storyline, you know, that I've seen from the bunch. I am sick of it. It's like we could have deal without them. Yeah. This country Mississippi shit. <laughs> we could have deal without it. <laughs> Jeez. 
And you know what the first note I have for them is we meet Blaine's Mississippi ass daddy. <laughs> Girl. I, now you know what? I, look, let me tell you something. I pride myself on being able to. You know, my coworker told me you know how to play ball. That, like I, mm-hmm. I, I am very. I can get real phony. Okay, hey, how you doing? On I can't stand this motherfucker. But this right here, I I couldn't. I had no words. Mm. I had no words. Lindsay did. Okay, this is gonna be the first time ever y'all hear me kind of sad with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I was on her side on this episode, even though I hate to admit it, but I was. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. We finna light, light up early. Let me get the light up. <laughs> what the pastor say in the black church? He be like, oh, it's okay if y'all don't want to amen. I'm on my own amen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, so yes, this week we meet Blaine's father, who of course has been in and out, off and on, on and off that stuff. Um, but yeah, you exactly right. It's feeling like he's on right now. Uh, but he stops by to see Blaine and he's a super typical creeper. Um, I mean, he practically Ooh. gets out of his Uber ogling Lindsay and, it is insane. It's, it was so disgusting. It was super uncomfortable, you know, even through the screen and everybody's grown. But yeah, that was just it was a bit much. You know, they sit down and, and Lindsay did not know that his dad was coming by. So they don't have a ton of time to spend together. But, you know, they talk about how they met and Blaine tells his dad that basically he was dealing drugs, heard about Lindsay, thought he was going to pull up and serve. And she, you know, pulled out her stash. And so then he started selling for her and his dad like scoffed at that shit. Like, so she used to be your pimp. (laughs) And I was like, basically, which I think also has been on my nerves as well. Dad, like you're a creeper, but I can agree with you on that. Like we're really watching Lindsay be with one of her former you know, do boys like this is <laughs> this is not it. So, you know, Lindsay mentions in one of her confessionals that she's still pressed about this case and him needing 15K, you know, to get it moved forward. And he keeps wanting to put it off and not be really honest and upfront about her with her about everything that's happening. So she wants to get it out the way. And, and he can't, he seems like he wants to keep delaying it, but it's because we know he's got a little something up his sleeve. So mm-hmm. Lindsay wraps up and um, goes to leave and meet her mom and, and Miley Grace. And once she leaves, um, Blaine's dad tells him, you know, she's too smart. Like, and Blaine's like, yeah, she's, or hell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. And Blaine's like, yeah, she's really she's sharp. She's a man. Sharp. That's what it was. That was the word. Sharp. But, I mean, I, I do think that. Blaine, you could tell even by how, the way he talks. Like, he's a good old Southern type of guy. You mm-hmm. know, which is, which is cool, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And Lindsay just seems way more advanced than him. Yeah. Like, uh, fast you know so yeah like she's she's from you know the sip as well but she gives off like city slicker vibes yeah 
I don't like it. I right. Like it. I don't like it either. If so. I was his dad, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would be like, no, give it up. Right. You'd be in trouble. But he was too busy looking at her talking about, oh, yeah, he going to marry you. Like, <laughs> sir. He do it today. Right now, like, she, and she kind of like, I'm not on that. The fuck, like, right. fuck what y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, like you said, she handled that well. But you know, Lindsay, they keep pushing this like kingpin narrative on her. So I would expect she would have had a knife in her back pocket if you tried anything stupid. So. <laughs> Girl, bye. Right. So, anyways, Lindsay and her mom take Molly Grace to a little boutique. And they're going to get her a purity ring. And um, we see Lindsay. (laughs) We see Lindsay talk about her experiences, you know, as a young lady with with Miley Grace's father back in the day. And I was, you know, my thing was. I hated it. You know, I wasn't mad at her for having a candid conversation with her daughter. but, But not there. Well, and for me, my thing is this. What? What is a purity ring, you know, to to a woman or to a family that is clearly not religious, not playing by the rules, you know, not doing this is a don't make the same mistakes. Look, your mama home and don't get easily influenced by her shit. That's what that was. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I just I didn't like them picking this like traditional religious type of spin on it when it's basically yeah it's just that like let me sit down and keep it real with you because nobody kept it real with me and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be you know better with you and better for you so you know I was like okay I'm glad that she was being transparent but even then day to day Lindsay we've seen it because you keep signing up to be on television you still find time to deprioritize your child to prioritize some goofy relationship with a man so that it can be recorded for WeTV. Mm-hmm. And it's just like So I don't I don't know. I just I didn't like the talk. Let's let's just go there. I didn't like it's like in the shoe section. <laughs> like we we gonna talk in the shoe section. And what was the store? It wasn't given foot locker. Girl. Yeah. You know, it was giving nothing, none of that. So it was, damn. It was giving but, Charming Charlie because they can't go in no other stores. At all. Lindsay is irritating. Just this whole episode to me, but it's like I get her point in mm-hmm. every situation. Like, even with, because Blaine's daddy pulled up messy as fuck, but she still handled it well, you know? So, mm-hmm. okay, it's like, and then she, we haven't gotten to this part yet, but even with Blaine, like in this whole money that he needs and stuff like that, and he's like, I'ma handle it, I'ma handle it, but I don't know. He's not handling it. Mm. So I know how I am. Maybe this I can't stand a man that don't have no hustle. You know what I'm saying? It's like I know that I'm a handle it kind of girl. So that's why it's like I hate to agree with her, but I kind of like that. Like, hey, handle this shit now. Stop putting it off. Handle it. Yeah. So, yeah. We Maybe can... it's because I work so hard. I just don't like a man that doesn't have hustle. Which is fair. Okay. I understand. Yeah. And we can go right into that part because low key, it's not in my notes. Um, but <laughs> hmm. yes, hmm. when 
they're back in the kitchen they're talking about the money right that's needed and Lindsay is pulling out she says i can call up everybody that owes me money and gets all of these people on the line talking about oh don't how much money do you owe me how fast can you get it to me and i to me it felt a little bit like it inflated it. as a storyline like I'm like, okay, Lindsay, so were you like giving people your WeTV checks and then saying, hold on to this so I can, you know, come back to you for it? I'm I'm still, again, like, I'm just not sold on her being this kingpin. I understand she's been in jail. I understand what her charges have looked like. But at the same time, I'm like, so not only did you do all these things and you've openly talked about having warrants, but you still are going to talk to your, you know, former... um associates about all of this stuff on television like you're okay with letting us know that you are collecting drug money you know around the the mississippi delta like <laughs> a part of that just doesn't these people sound like crackheads that she's on the phone with anyway so right yeah that's not what it's giving they 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 sound like um i don't know but did you notice that Lindsay's mom has a, a different vibe about Blaine. It's like she likes Blaine for Lindsay. I said it ain't that black ass Deontay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did notice that. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's Mississippi. It's Mississippi. And I also feel like for her, for her mom, if Lindsay is going to be hell bent on being in a relationship with somebody, she absolutely wants it to be some young white guy that she's familiar mm-hmm. with, that she's comfortable mm-hmm. with. Yeah. That's and not from some, Mississippi. That's from Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. That she didn't meet as a pen pal who's claiming they're going to come down there and save her and quietly want to move her away, you know? But what I mean, this guy, okay, he used to work for her. Like, what difference does it make? That part was crazy, right? Because I'm like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I, just, I'm like, I think it's because he's he's not a black guy. Yeah, I think it's because he's a white man, and him being from Mississippi is like cherry on top. Mm-hmm. And younger, right? He's not Scott, who's some city slicker who's moving down here to pretend like they you know hit the jackpot and they really i don't think i think she could have taken scott or left him and then it's not deontay yeah she definitely was probably like who is this nigga come on now <laughs> For real. yeah I agree. because quietly i wouldn't be surprised if Lindsay was always honest with her mom about her relationship with deontay we all know oh, yeah. that like, look mom i'm just using them mm-hmm. just let me get through this okay we gotta do the show okay yep yep we gonna get back on the show and this is just what's gonna help us out and i feel like in her mind okay this is someone i'm familiar with and of course she's like you know he he likes smiley too and i'm like girl yeah ain't nobody ever not liked miley grace <laughs> you just like this man better so yeah That's i noticed it. that for sure Hmm. So, uh-huh. right you know these people prove every every season that um they might be flying flags in front of their house and put it like that so <laughs> so from there um we see blaine back with his dad and he's telling him he's gonna take a deal and 
He's going from having to serve these mandatory 19 years to getting, is it three years of house arrest? Yes. Yeah. Which is a long time. But you know what? First of all, I know somebody, <laughs> and you know it too, that has been on house arrest for like four fucking years. When I tell you they are going insane, like, mm-hmm. they like, just like being locked up. I'm like, but you at home. You like everybody keeps saying that because y'all like the ones that's stuck in the house. <laughs> well, you know, I guess my thing is it's like pick your poison, right? Like, mm-hmm. would you rather yeah, be stuck in point. the house or would you rather be stuck or in, in a, a cell? Right. You're gonna have if there if you have to be stuck either way. But then, and I guess I know it's not the exact same, but I spent quite a lot of time by myself during quarantine, so. It's not to say I know exactly what house arrest for three years is like, but we came pretty close mm-hmm. during COVID. True. So, you know, I hate that for him that maybe that it wasn't at the beginning, you know, of COVID. Then it would have been like, well, everybody in the house. So just sit your ass yeah. still with the rest of us. But yeah, I think, you know, he, he can figure it out. I think. But that that's the problem, though. It works right now. But in the stretch. You know, Lindsay doesn't seem like she's going to want to hang around for that. And she's going to want to do more. They're not going to be able to film Life After Lockup for three years in Corinth, Mississippi, while he's on house arrest. Not watching that, you know? (laughs) That's true. But he might get, like, movement and stuff like that. Like, if he has a job or, like, they let them go take care of, like, their personal business if he's in school stuff like that yeah so yeah right and quite frankly if you weren't doing too much moving around before this i don't know how long he was in or out of prison um it could it could fly by if you first of all (laughs) didn't mention they were back in the the full sturdy home and not working on their trailer so you've got that to work on um and then if you were already, you know, staying pretty local, like don't let the idea of you not being able to travel or go other places all of a sudden change your mindset. Like if you weren't, you know, don't long for anything that you weren't even doing before. So. And what the fuck are y'all doing? Cause this infinity truck, like what are y'all about? <laughs> Lindsay and Blaine, what's going on over there in Corinth, Mississippi? Girl, who knows? Who knows? So, uh, okay. What else? Yeah, I feel like he'll be fine. So he just needs to tell her and then let her get over the dramatics and then they'll be good. Yep. All right. Um, how about Justine and Michael? Girl. <laughs> so Justine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Because, baby, when you get to the park. Okay, yes. I'm there. All right. So, um, we see that Michael's son, uh, little Michael, Michael Jr., um, has come Mm -hmm. to live with them. And so cute. Yeah, he seemed like a, a nice kid. He is 13, so right in the age range of one of, um, Justine's kids. Right. And also (laughs) absolutely a good age to live with your dad. And he seems to be enjoying himself. He said he likes the school and, you know, all the all the feels for him just being able to spend time with his dad now that he's out. Um, 
it's kind of unfair because all the children don't get to do that, but I digress and we'll also get there. Um, but they're at, I don't know, the local coffee shop or something. They always got, they play like they taking these kids on outings and it's really just down the street to film. So, <laughs> right. you know, that house most probably not big enough because they only in, they were like barely in Justine's room filming and then they got the living room. That's yeah. really it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot of room there. So uh, Michael meets them down at the coffee shop and he's been uh, visiting with his PO. And so this is the final announcement uh, to determine if they'll be able to travel to Vegas so that they can start trying to relocate there. So, of course, the suspense builds and Michael reveals that. He, it's been approved uh, for him to travel. And so he and Justine are ready to go right away. And they call his sister, Anne, to ask if she can come and watch their, them kids. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> for eight days. Justine. Justine. You was just getting into it with his sisters and now you need them to watch your fucking kids mm-hmm. see how that works mm-hmm. now don't get me wrong they were a little wrong too but see they're family oriented yeah so watching kids that's what they do you know that's that's just the vibe that they give me oh yeah but i especially you you have like kids that they're not like babies, but you have kids that need an adult present. You yeah. know, like your one kid, you just said he's on the spectrum. Your right. other baby, you don't even, you haven't even been away from him. You need to, they need to be with someone that you really, really trust. Like, Girl. and your mother, you're, you burned her out. But instead of like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. They had their part to play in it too. Mostly his mother, but. So she being such a spoiled brat, she went about that wrong. Yeah. So yeah, I I wasn't feeling it because number one, don't ask me to do shit for you overnight. And of course, I get it. This is coming from someone who doesn't have a big expanded family. There aren't nieces and nephews, but don't don't try me like that. Um <laughs> and then for seven to eight days, like this is my thing either you all are wildly disrespectful and inconsiderate of your family or you're doing a piss poor job of scripting out your scenes like i would or you know what michael paid her period right right (laughs) or right maybe all of the above michael pay her michael no that's just what you could tell he has all he has four children She's yeah. been watching kids for him. Yes. Okay, while he's on the street. Yes, Let's she be said clear. that. Yep. Yep. But they, he still comes from the type of family where it's like, no, give me my nephew. I, no, he can come over here. You know, you some aunties are just like that. Yeah, for sure. And I totally get it. But to me, it's just wild that you are doing all of this stuff with Justine at that on a whim. Like, hey, let's shake up everybody's lives overnight because we've decided we want to go to Vegas because that's where we eventually want to. For eight days, right. And that's where I'm like, okay, if this is something that you like discussed with your sister 
in advance. I get that sometimes some of the nitpicky things that would help me feel more comfortable with the scene aren't necessary, but it really, you know, it grinds my gears to think that, like you said, after all these years, your sister's already been, been leaning in, helping to watch your kids while you've been locked up. And then here you are coming out like, okay, let me pick up the phone. All right, I'm ready. Pull up. I'm about to leave town. Come watch these kids. And like you said, mostly Justine's kids. And then Justine, you're so full of shit because you just dumped on us last week that your son is on the spectrum. How well, again, my issue last week was, I don't think you're lying, but what type of plan have you created for your child? Is your child really ready for somebody else to be watching them that's not your mother? You know? Right. Like, again, all these things. They don't know these people. Yeah. And and if they have been more socialized with them, then we realize whatever. But either way, there's clearly a lot that still was not known or widely known when they pulled up so yeah it needs to be some more like family outings you know family yeah. reunions like stuff like that before these kids just start they need to jail with the other kids like it needs to be like a thing right whatever yeah it shouldn't whatever. just be oh y'all come pull up and babysit them while we go do what we gotta do and you don't really get a chance for everybody to just enjoy each other and bond and not feel like, oh, I'm obligated to watch your kids or I'm obligated to be on my best behavior for adults that I don't know. Like, I didn't like it. But mm -hmm. so there was that. And then but, you know, his sister, like you said, paid well, said, all right, I'm coming. Um, <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure if I got my notes right, he also talks to Mocha. Ooh. So Mocha is over the moon that his boy is finally headed to Vegas. But he's, of course, in party mode. He wants Mike to come out mm. and they're going to hit these streets. They're going to record and they're going to party and all that. But Michael lets him know that Justine will be coming as well. <laughs> and he's like, why is she coming? And if she is coming, can you at least not wear your ring? And I'm thinking like, what? Now, how do you think he's going to pull that? And what is with you in this ring? Like, dude, Mocha wants Michael to move like a single man with his rap career, even though that's not what he is. Right. Like, it's not like, I don't know. You know, and... I, like, dark, like, well, he made all them songs about India. Like, he could be in love and be a rapper. Like, these young boys doing it. <laughs> right. <the> problem? <laughs> And so, yes. And like I said, the last time Mocha was, you know, a topic, I still think that he's a dinosaur for that because to that point, yes, Lil Dirk and G Erbo and the lover oh, man of them all, yeah. you know, Moneybag Yo, these dudes have yeah. wives, serious relationships, girlfriends, yeah, you know, and on up. I mean, the rappers in Michael's age group are all married married that's why I'm like what is the issue I don't what is mocha are you okay right I'm like mocha you're giving off I haven't really put a record out in 25 years so I don't know the landscape because if you did you would realize honestly they are the perfect setup like Michael is the rapper and then he's got this baddie you know wife 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she'll be good for Instagram and social media and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. She can live the life just like all the other girlfriends and wives. So it's right. it's no longer this hush hush thing that a man that a rapper has to, you know, consider when putting their relationship out in the public. It's almost encouraged. It is if at the least nobody's going to say anything to you about it. So it's just so odd that he keeps pushing that. And, you know, me, I never want to put no, you know, homosexuality on nobody that ain't gay. But Mocha, do you want yeah. Michael? Okay. Well, you know, I think all of the way. Okay. <laughs> you too. Every last one day, a little bit, at least a little. But yeah, yeah. Mocha is giving that all of it. But you know what? If Michael was my man, my man, my man, my man, <laughs> I wouldn't be all, you know, in the mix of that rap shit. I, I would, you better do the right thing and bring your ass on with the coin. That's it. Yeah. True. I would let him go and take care of some business. Yeah. 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 Especially again. The money. What- yeah. Like, I, now, you know, we'll talk about that when you get home, but I don't need to like, be there. Well, that's like, something you need to tell them and they mean I gotta discuss this with my wife I'll get back to y'all boom yeah well and especially with all these fucking kids like why are you do you hear me <laughs> you know <laughs> like you're pregnant you got all these kids at the house it's not even all of the children that y'all have between the two of you why are you not at home taking care of the ones that you can and it's that's where I'm like you don't have to be attached to. But you want to pooch around town, yeah, like pooching around, dressing the like, like, yeah, relax. So you know, I don't, I don't love it that she's going, but I also don't like the fact that Mocha is so persistent about her not being there, or if she right. is there, like pretend you're single and take your ring off, like, come on. But oh, anyways. So Michael's sister comes in town and, you know, everybody greets each other. And Michael says, all right, he's going to go out with Anne. Oh, by the way, Anne comes with her wife. Didn't know she had a wife. Okay. We know now. Yep. (laughs) It's a lady girl. I worked with a lady at work the other day. She was like, yeah, me and my wife. I was like, all right, no, that's it. That ain't my business, so I wouldn't know, but it's cool. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I didn't realize, though, that she was there, you know, when they had the the outdoor reunion and all yeah. of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they pull up and Michael I wants. I wonder what their mother think about that. Well, her judgment's to last. She judged so much. I wonder what she think about her daughter's wife. Like, how was she, you know, (laughs) with that at first, like from the beginning? Uh Right. Yeah, I'm over here, like, got the yikes face because I definitely see her giving her a hard time, at least at first and maybe coming around later. But it also depends, right? Maybe she was honest with her mom a long time ago. Like, if she came out young, maybe she's had years, you know, to accept it and to you know have it be a part of her reality but i don't know that's a good question because she does seem like a mom that is not going for nothing outside of of this very narrow 
vision of of life <laughs> for her kids. So mm. I don't know, but when Anne and her wife get in town, Michael says that he wants to go to, you know, take them out um, to get some coffee or whatever. And of course, Justine wanting to be attached at the hip is like, well, I can't come. You know, it's just like I was just about to get my coat. Like, girl, relax. So cereal. <laughs> right. So Michael and the the sisters get in the car, his sister and, and in-law. And Anne asks, like, so are we going to get, you know, a drink or what? And he's like, no, we're not. And so they pull up to a jewelry store and he wants to get Justine a ring. And his story is that, oh, well, we got engaged and married while I was locked up. She didn't get to have, you know, that experience where there's a proposal around family. And now he wants to make up for it and get her this nice ring. And his sister calls you know, calls him on his bullshit and is like, um, are you doing it for that? Or are you doing this because she's pregnant? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, and she's he like, like yeah, I, ooh. right. <laughs> and he's like, how'd you know? And she's like, first of all, I can see her. <laughs> like, Period. And then there's also a part of me that was like, also, you think your mother didn't tell her? yeah like you probably hung up that phone and she called your sister and called your sister like guess what yeah <laughs> okay that's the nerve to tell me she was pregnant right <laughs> in espanol okay because you know she mm -hmm. wanted to go off so um his sister says in her confessional you know that everything is happening so fast and you know it's sad for the kids that he already has and um you know gets emotional about it and i totally because yeah, she was with them yes and she saw the effect that it did have on them and yeah yeah up. it is and i'm glad you know she said that to him like i don't understand why y'all had to move so fast and and he's like you know well, what was i supposed to do wait until i'm 40 and i'm like again you haven't been out long enough to know that that's that is an option that a lot of people are doing right now especially if it gives them time to be more financially stable but you are moving in this prison mindset where you want to make up for all this lost time and then you got right. you know a bird on your side who's willing i'm sorry justine but <laughs> you know no, like that's what you give us every week yeah you know she's willing to do these things with you but quietly another yet another family member that's looking at you like why are you doing this so fast and look at all these other kids you already have you know i understood what ann was saying about it being sad for his kids and it was sad to even see how emotional she was because like we've been saying she has been watching his children and i would have been pissed you know maybe she was hiding it for the cameras but i would have been like you are an yeah. idiot and so, i would have to tell him about himself period yeah so they finish looking at these rings and uh, Michael picks out a ring that winds up being $5,000 and he has money. He pays in cash and his sister is like, how are you, you know, basically going to get away with buying this ring and Justine not knowing. And of course he's like, I've got my ways and he says they have a shared account, but he's going to replace the money pretty quickly and hopefully she won't, you know, even see it. 
And I'm like, again, you ain't been around. So you, I mean, I guess that's my issue too with like, him. Like, do you not know alerts go to phone? Exactly. <laughs> like you been, you ain't been around, but you ain't been gone that long. You should know that. <laughs> but I, he's, hey, he playing dumb. So... He says he also says this is this is not the first time that he's done something shady. Like, what does that mean, Michael? You know, the camera folks are like, well, you know, it sounds like you're already doing something shady. And he was like, yeah, let's move the conversation along. And I'm like, yeah, because, you know, you still out here living foul. Probably you might not be selling drugs, but you might be selling, you know, like bootleg shit or you know, running numbers, whatever little shit. Running numbers. Girl, <laughs> shut up. My grandma used to do that. <laughs> you know, like just something that's uh barely above board and scamming. Yeah. Selling drugs is scamming. That's it. That's all, girl. Right. And he probably would love to come back and say, you know, oh, it's because of the shoes that I'm selling. Gotcha. You know, so he has a few right. different things that he can pull out and, and use as his reasoning. That's not to like say he's smarter than the fucking FBI. Yes. Come on now. Right. Like you're not come even smart enough to know that if nothing else, even if Justine doesn't get an alert, this is going to show up on the official transactions. So... Mm-hmm. So good luck with that, but it's I I don't like it, and I I don't know. I'm gonna be interested to see how things go when they get to Vegas, because that mocha. For sure. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, do you want to do Sean and Sarah now? Yes, girl. Okay. I'm very upset. Very upset. I'm not. I'm not pleased. Yeah, friend. That. Anthony Abbey introduction was all wrong. It was all wrong. So we see Sarah on the way to the park with Abby saying she is going to meet a special friend of mommy's. And he is an adult, but she wants to introduce them. and She wants her to go and play with him. And, you know, yeah, that's what she said. He's an adult, but he's just like a big kid. And I'm just like, Mm, mm, mm. okay. So they get there and they're on the swings. And then Anthony arrives and, you know, he kind of, he greets Abby and everything seems okay. They're spending a little time talking. And then Anthony starts playing with Abby Things are going okay. And then, you know, of course, Sean is blowing Sarah up because what are you doing? And, you know, she's telling us that she wants Abby to meet Anthony, but she still is trying to, you know, fill out his situation and assess what he's got going on. And I'm my issue is just like, first of all, don't introduce your child to someone in such a vague way, particularly when they're actually their parent. Because it just sends the wrong signal about who this child should be trusting or things that, you know, sound okay for the future. Like you should, it should not sound normal for you to tell your child, oh, we're going to go play with this adult. It's mommy's friend. Like, and then you go. You sound that grooming. Yes. <laughs> it just don't sound right at all. Like you're grooming her. Right. 
right? And then of course they got to head home. And when they leave, now she's telling Abby, don't tell Sean where we were. And that was like, whoo, my head could have exploded. And then you said it like as you're walking up to the door. Right. Like, girl, that's a car combo. Okay. Right. Right. And now you're also teaching your child that it's okay to lie. Not even under no duress or, you know, nothing crazy. Just, oh, we went and played at the park, but don't tell anybody. Like, that's just the entirely wrong, wrong set of, you know, principles (laughs) to instill in your child where they are confused about which relationships are okay with adults and when they should tell somebody about these things, like, and, and that you should lie and it's okay to lie, like. I wasn't feeling it. And especially because Sarah, you haven't been raising this child from day one. Like, you know, you haven't been mom of the year for the past eight years of Abby's life. So for you to come into her life and just as she's starting to, you know, mold memories and become a little girl um, who can, you know, really, figure out what's going on out going on out in the world you're telling her like oh we're gonna go do this and and don't mention that and it was just me and you okay like I don't I'm not feeling that at all so I just feel like she should have waited until she was comfortable with telling everybody what was going on so talk to Sean tell him that Anthony is hey he's the father so he's gonna be in Abby's life if he wants to be He needs to be okay with it. Vet Anthony and make sure that whatever he says he's doing, he's actually doing it. And then tell Abby, okay, we're going to meet your father soon. Or we on the way to meet your daddy, whenever that is. But be honest about who she's going to meet. And for her, when Anthony asked, um, so who does she think her father is? She said, I don't know. I'm like, so you're not even having this conversation with your child and she don't even honestly know you well enough to probably initiate the question. And also Sean has been around. So have you really been allowing this girl to think that Sean is her biological father? Like I wasn't, I wasn't going with Sarah. I didn't like none of that shit. Yeah, it wasn't. It was just stupid. Sarah ass don't know either though. Cause like we said, she hasn't been around all of this little girl's life. She doesn't really know how to be a mother like what's appropriate you know what i'm saying she's she's been on drugs she's been locked up so yeah she don't know what to do to be honest yeah that little girl probably shouldn't even be living with her just yet i get it but yeah she should still be these kids need stability you know stuff like that i don't know i ain't got no kids so what the fuck do i know (laughs) um you know that you were a child once and i 100 percent agree with that girl the thought of me not being able to you know go to bed and wake up in the same house on a night that meant i had to get up and go to school the next day like to this day that that terrifies me you know i like stability okay and I believe yeah, they always say like kids crave structure. Yes. They really, really do. Yeah. Yes, right. And I think that Abby still stays with her mom, right? I don't know. They make it seem like she live over there with her and Sean. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I, I don't, don't think she should I'm be wrong. over there. 
if she is over there full time, I agree with you. I don't think she should be there. She should still be with Sarah's mom. And, and I don't know. I don't know when the right time would be, you know, for her to to move in with them. But again, I think the best time would be when everybody is on the same page with this girl about who's who in her life. You know, this is grandma. This is mama. This is your biological father. This is your stepfather. I think she wanted to see him for herself. Like, oh, yes. That baby is just a reason, you know, but she wanted to see him anyway. Yeah. Because she, she not feeling shy. But, oh, the motherfucking tables turn, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Because they, when they leave the park and head home, and after she uh, tells her child or reminds her child to laugh, they go in the house and, you know, tell their little white lie. And we see that Sean has set up a hot tub in the living room, has scattered some party time balloons around. And he wants to have, you know, some romantic time with Sarah. And yeah, I think she's frustrated that she doesn't get to be with this man that was, in her words, the love of her life. Um, so she's, she tells Sean, she's tired. She's not feeling it. And Sean though, is he, he's picking up on the changes in her. And this is probably, you know, a, a few months after the first time we heard her talking to Anthony when, when she was there with his sister, because remember the baby grew some hair <laughs> all of a sudden in the same episode. <laughs> yes. So if this is happening, even after that, it's been weeks. So yeah, Sarah, he's probably picked up on you being a little distant for the past 10, 12 weeks and sneaking yeah, around on your phone. Well, she tried with you, Sean. So what? Look, she had that lingerie on, honey. Right. Ready for that action. And you told her no. Like, granted, you did have to go get back to the game with your son, but... You should have told that ass up that night, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, Way so too much no, time passed. She, yeah, so she like, fuck this hot tub. Like, mm -hmm. also, that's women. That's what we do. We not about to beg you also what? Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when someone has emotionally been making us feel a little bit more valued or... You know, right? I mean, she has just as much of a family, loose term, right? With Anthony that she does with Sean. So. And he applying that pressure right. behind her, okay? Yes. <laughs> and they, the toxic. <laughs> <laughs> and they know each other really well, right? They were talking about their personality traits that they saw in Abby. Like, oh, she looks just like you and she's got your attitude and. You know, it's hard to compete with that type of stuff. So, yeah, Sean, he he was adamant about getting in his blow up hot tub, though, and told her, you know, that's this is your loss as he drank his champagne. Oh, he turned into a sourpuss, honey. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to enjoy my own damn bubbles. What? <laughs> so, then going to yell out, you're missing out, baby. I would be like, you better be quiet before you wake up my kid. Right. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you better hush. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where we left off with them. Um, she's playing with fire a little bit. You know, I've definitely seen some extended previews where there's a blow up moment with Sean at some point. So 
we know he's gonna find out about all of this um so hopefully she tells him sooner than later. oh well right. just like she found out about destiny whatever right just like she had to work mm-hmm. through things with kelly like sean this oh, is yeah your karma it's your turn yes it's your turn <laughs> next caller yes um damn everybody was on this uh taylor and chance baby (laughs) let's get to them because you know i don't like him (laughs) right oh my gosh so annoying so uh we see taylor and chance pulling up to a financial advisor and they want to have a conversation with her about money and being ready financially for a new baby to come. Another couple with a fucking baby on the way that don't need to be on the way. So we period. Okay. So the financial advisor asks, um, okay, what's up with employment and income, right? So we find out that Taylor is a stay-at-home mom now. Um, why is she not working? Girl, because she looks miserable pregnant yeah. like that. She looked like she can't make it. Like she needs to stay at home. <laughs> Maybe. But I was kind of thrown off by that. I'm like, you were working all of that time. Like, why are you all of a sudden a stay at home? But she probably that pregnancy kicking her ass. It looked like that's what it looked like. It's kicking her ass. Yeah. She don't look like she can go to no job. Because what was she like? A caretaker, like a homemaker or something, right? Mm, I thought she was doing something um, either like call center or data entry. I thought maybe more like a, oh, a think, desk yeah. job. Data, I think it is data entry. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Maybe she is on a leave, but yeah, you would say you're on leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was interesting. She's staying at home. It's okay. Right. So she's at home. So then, of course, we turn to Chance, and Chance is telling us that he is making $35 an hour. Um, it comes out to about $75,000 a year, plus bonuses, he says, of course. Um, he has seven credit cards, four loans, and, of course, Taylor is pissed because he's spending his money on all types of frivolous things. Like, you know, we get all the the throwback clips of him buying um, the truck and the rims and paying for the plane for the gender reveal and of course the power washer <laughs> you know he's he spent Girl. money all uh, snacks going to the gas station every day talking about in the morning he'll spend 10 20 dollars then do the same thing for lunch yes what? every day right which is like Girl, i be in his scrambling eggs i got tupperware <laughs> honey okay I, look yeah maybe at work like you want to you want to go get something to eat or something do all that eating out every day you gonna pack that lunch yeah i i have definitely been off the stop in the morning type of move for a long time and also there's not that many options i'm not getting tied up doing all of that on the way i'll be trying to just get out the door and get to work and then also coffee yes that's different if i want some more duncan honey but i miss duncan they don't have duncan in oregon what <laughs> right <laughs> but they have other what's the, of course they have a starbucks right yeah starbucks is big um 
There's a place called Dutch Brothers. I don't know if it's like a Portland thing, but I've just seen multiple mm-hmm. locations. And then, of course, they have a lot of like everything is super, you know, craft and, you know, all experiences are curated here. So, you know, lots of coffee shops, you know, whole, okay, yeah, whole lots like, of coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hey, I, get, I can get some free coffee at work. Right. So it's like I get Hey, different lifestyles, different experiences. But if you are tight on money, you got a baby on the way, you got mouths to feed, like you need to be living on a budget. You need to agree. Right? Make a coffee at home. Yeah. Yeah. And so but but what I didn't like though, even with that, like that was a perfect segue because he thought he was getting one over on us by like talking about those things as the reasons why his money was, you know unaccounted for <laughs> oh no baby it's it's that boat baby he gambling honey okay yes. chance is gambling yes we learned he's leaving work a couple times a week um around noon to go spend money at the casino he'll put down 200 but leave out you know in the whole 700 just crazy shit taylor is and like that's no joke like right i know somebody girl I know people who significant others have gambled their whole check on payday. Mm-mm. Yes. Like when somebody has a gambling problem, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not in Come check. Home with no check. But yeah. Taylor went off. Taylor was like, when she, he said that, she was like, that's ignorant. I said, Come on, Taylor. Yes, girl. Yes. Yeah. Stand she wasn't up. having it. <laughs> She was like, you mm-hmm. motherfucker. But, you know, she was going um, smooth off on him at multiple moments throughout this conversation. But it was just mind blowing again to me that Chance is somehow the only one in the house working because Taylor mentioned they were behind two months on the mortgage and the water bill. So the mortgage and see once again, Taylor, you didn't you didn't have these problems before he came home no no and honestly his his salary or wage whatever you want to call it is enough for them to live off of. in Ellsbury, wherever the fuck they are missouri <laughs> yeah seventy five thousand dollars seems like plenty for actually their whole family all those kids but that's a lot with all those kids and the baby on the way so yeah but i yeah, also he needs to chill I think he's also but full he of shit. Should be behind on the, he full of all the shit, okay? Yeah. All of it. He pisses me off. I can't stand him. And then he he blaming it. He's so manipulative. Like, oh, there are some things that I just haven't really worked out with myself since <laughs> I've been released from prison. So gambling is my outlet. Boy, fuck you. You are doing it. Like Taylor said, you are doing what you want to do. Period. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. You don't gotta blame it on nothing. You doing what you want to do, right? And you and he said, and he's not telling her anything if she doesn't ask. So here you are, the financial advisor, trying to slow release, you know, all of this information on her little by little. Because of course, the financial advisor said what you just said. If you're indeed making this much money, you should be good. Like, so where's the money going? And you try to blame it on coffees and and sodas. You know, but the truth is you're gambling away hundreds of dollars at a time 
and that's probably just the tip of the iceberg you know you are a step away from using again if this is the type of behavior that you're carrying on so let's also be real but oh that's gonna come because you're gonna keep losing and you're gonna find a way to cope with that right and then you're gonna and need nobody has time for that yeah and then you're gonna need extra money because you're gonna have to pay the dealer and then you're gonna have to pay back the casino you know it's it's a ridiculous cycle that he's headed towards you know just like the uh financial advisor said like you're kind of at the tip of the iceberg so he's selfish that's just what the fuck it is he is yeah. selfish yeah. and taylor stated that she's never been in a relationship like where her partner didn't lie to her and mm. i don't like that like chance is always talking about his trauma and it's like she has some too when you making it worse right yep very true but you know what i still just makes me so mad because for the piece of sense that she shows us she has you know once a week it's still frustrating because it's like taylor i still don't know how you wound up with this man like you seem to make some good decisions so how did we get with chance girl that phone that phone in real life is totally different he probably yeah. was spending her the entire fucking time and they're telling her ass all type of shit knowing that she is from Ellsbury, missouri <laughs> <laughs> you know and probably don't know any better like he's a con artist i say this every week like yeah. it is what it is and he calmed her ass but see she realizing like it's different but she's smart enough not to marry him so she need to get the fuck away from him though like yes you're just a single mother of four get the fuck on right but i think she realized like okay one thing leads to another because then you find out all of this stuff and now he I, is he on porn sites or was he <laughs> actually texting somebody so um well we'll back up they get home and like you said she's like now i'm pretty sure he's cheating so she takes his phone and i think to answer your question that it was a bunch of spam porn emails that he was probably getting you know you sign up for an email you click one wrong box and you're gonna have a ton of spam in your inbox i don't know what did you think it was um I don't know because porn sites are free. Number one, mm -hmm. now if you okay, signing yeah. up for somebody's OnlyFans and all of that, like, look, I look, I be See? on the porn sites, honey. Okay, every <laughs> night, I ain't never got no spam emails, honey. Oh my never. gosh! So I don't know. Yeah, look, I you know I don't know no other way to be but myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate it um but I, so what i will say is i feel like og emails that i uh, email accounts that i've had you know sometimes mm -hmm. they wind up in your inbox and you didn't you don't think that you clicked on anything that would make like that would prompt a random you know triple x email in your inbox but what i think is chance he just doesn't know how to do anything and be discreet or you know be able to oh, that's his problem he think he fucking slick yes that's his problem and you know what 
a city slicker like myself. <laughs> you better go, like, stop fucking playing with me. I, I wish I was her sister. Like, I wish I was Taylor's sister. I, and that's why Bobby left. Like, right. Was that her sister's name, Bobby? Yeah, that's why like, she, he I'm made sure Bobby left. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to keep witnessing this shit. But I don't know. He's just, I don't like him. I don't like him. He think he's so fucking slick with Taylor. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just want her to leave. Just leave him, girl. Yeah. Well, once she sees um, all the goofy shit in that phone and realizes he's been texting pictures of himself to someone named Jess, she goes in the bathroom, tells him that he's a dickhead and grabs a bunch of his stuff and um, takes it out in the backyard and burns it up. Contract <laughs> butt. Yes. And, uh, and this is... This is where I'm like, okay, now, like, don't overproduce, y'all, because it felt like Chance, he scrambled very quickly when he got out of the shower. Like, he's like, Taylor, where's my phone? What's going on? What are you doing? I'm just like, y'all. But I think yeah. he, he was and like, he didn't fall, you know? Right. <laughs> I thought he was going to slip and fall. Right. None of that. But he already knew that Taylor was pissed. He already knew that she was on that ass, you know, about what he was doing, what was going on in his phone. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then, though, another reason that we don't like him, he had a, a few too many words in that backyard. He called her an idiot. I'm pretty sure he called her a bitch. Girl. And he told her she was sleeping in the garage. Right. As if that's not her home. She said that. She was like, yeah, good luck with that. This is my house. Right. First of all, the fact that it came out of his mouth, Taylor, that should let you know don't ever get a house with him. Ever. Everything right. should always, well, it's probably always got to be in your name. But it should always be in your name because he would do that to you. He would even say that. Right. Right. I'm not going. Baby, call, call who you got to call to come get your stuff. Because who you talking to? Right. Because I caught you on some bullshit after you just let me know that you've been playing with our income for whoever knows how long. And that's why and we don't have no money. Do my sister. And you tried to do that to my sister. You tried to make her sleep in the garage. So that yes. lets me further know what bullshit you was on with her. Right. Right. He feels like if he, if he's upset with you or doesn't want you around, he can put you out. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Yeah, you didn't. So you didn't talk to talk to the police officer like that that arrested you and a judge that sentenced you. And you know, like, dude, you're not that guy. Like, stop it. But he can manipulate women into thinking he is on the phone. Yeah, I feel like if it wasn't Taylor, he it would have been somebody else. He he yeah. don't have shit. Right, right. Because we see, <laughs> and and don't have that no more. That good credit is gone. And but guess what? If he go back to jail and do another bid, he'll come home to some good credit again because it'll be past seven years. Well, he gonna have to he gonna have to do that bid. But <laughs> I'm just saying that's probably how he thinks. Like oh, I'm yeah. just, you know, what a smart ass. Right. Yeah, and that's what I really didn't like is is just that what was I gonna say? It's it's just this idea that he's going to outwit, outsmart anybody. And that he gets the final say. And 
quite frankly, he hasn't been taking care of the households well in in this in the two months, right? Even if it's only been these two months that they recorded, y'all have not paid no mortgage. So how far are you willing to let this shit go, Taylor? Like, are you willing to let the house go into foreclosure? Fucking around letting Chance no. be responsible for the bills? See? So. I think she got it. I think she's just trying to wait to see what he's going to do. And I think he, he knows she got it. And he's like, oh, she'll just put the bill. I know she has it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah, I really do think that. Which is so messed up because that's it, why she was so mad at dinner because she had to come out, you know, yeah, and swipe her car. He knew he knew she was gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, and then right, yeah. The more I think about it, it's like that's all so messed up because you are willing again, you're willing to push everybody to the brink and roll He's the selfish. dice, literally, right, like at the casino, and and blow money at the casino, knowing that you will likely be able to fall back on Taylor. But then what happens when she exhausts all the money that she's probably saved, you know, and has access to. And now you barely are caught up on bills and you are back in the hole again. Like Taylor, <laughs> have your baby and move along. Thank you. And move along. Mm -mm. <sighs> okay. All right. Last and probably... For the final time. Girl, I'm sick of that. <laughs> Monique and Derek, aka Derek. <laughs> Daddy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So wasn't much. This fight to them, continues. Right? Mm -hmm. The fight has wrapped. Uh, Monique and her sister. Like oh, oh my gosh. Awful. Aubriana, you know, um, in the moment, you know, through the adrenaline, it looked like she was holding her own, but <laughs> she wasn't ready. First of all, you she wasn't prepared. You didn't cut those nails down, them long ass nails you got. You knew you was gonna go fight. Well, remember they had just went and got their nails done, which really makes well, me think y'all didn't really ready to fight. Yeah, like if you knew exactly right, if you, you knew thought you was gonna fight with them long ass nails, really? Yeah. Like as much as you might think I'm ready for whatever, if you just got your nails done, like why even, why even Total. go? Yeah. Why? Why twirl with the girls? Because <laughs> now you're sitting here with your fingers hurting because that shit, yes. you long ass nails, I know that shit cracked down to the, ooh. Yes, right? Her fingers are all bloodied and she definitely in the aftermath did not look good. And- so, you know, now they're mad at Derek. exactly right. It's gonna say they're upset with Derek. She's talking about I'm sick of you and these bitches. Period. <laughs> and <laughs> and I get it, you know, like because you know me, I'm very big on Derek being the biggest problem out of everybody in this this group. I agree, but trying to make it seem like he's trying, he's the least problematic. Like. Yes. He goes, girl, first of all, he told Ariana. He said, she was like, no, nah, get away from me. You not riding in my car. He said, what? Big girl was on you. I had to get off yeah. you. I was like, what? Oh, gosh. Right. And I shouldn't laugh because, again, another moment where I'm like, oh, Derek, you are the fucking problem. You're with Monique. Everybody knows what time it is. We know that 
she knows what time it is, right? But if you feel so comfortable to be talking about her, her sisters, you know, casually kikiing with your sisters and making it seem like, oh, I defended you and I was there and, you know, throwing shade at Monique's sister's weight. Like, we know you won't defend Monique in front of your sisters. And then you, we, I mean, we knew from the first time we heard him on the phone that he really didn't have any respect for Calandra. So, you know, it's, it's annoying that he's playing all sides of the fence. Like, oh, I was defending my sisters. But then you told Monique that you weren't, you know, cool with your family. So you were going to be able to do whatever needed to be done for their relationship. Like family basically shouldn't be an issue because they're not going to be around because they weren't there for me. But you have been, Derek has been one of the only cast members that has not even thought about a job. I mean, we have not heard him say he's not a rapper, right? We know that he's not an artist in any other way. He hasn't mentioned going to the temp spot. He hasn't mentioned going to, you know, be a barber or have a trade. He's literally making money off of being in a dramatized version of his life with a bunch of women. His girlfriend, his sisters, and her sisters. And yeah, he on TV. he's enjoying this social media shit. Rem- Girl, when he had Monique take all them pictures of him, I said, yes. oh yeah, I knew what type of time he was on right right then and there because yeah yes he love he's loving this he is the great this light skin in him baby he is loving this attention right now he is not no a job girl bad this face needs to be what martin say this, this face, face belongs on the tenor. <laughs> girl bad <sighs> he ain't not wrong he, look he is not wrong Run it up while you can, cause it's a short. You got this. Win- while you got this window, right? Capitalize off of it, cause it's gonna it's gonna come to an end. You can go get a job then. And it's wrapping up right now because you know me, big Derek mm-hmm. fan. But the luster that that fresh out glow, it's gone. <laughs> I'm over it because yeah. I don't to the girls in Cleveland, honey. I don't know. Say it again. Maybe it's for the girls in Cleveland. Maybe, maybe because I don't see it anymore. And yeah, it's, it was just really messed up to see him playing all sides. Like, you know, Monique and our sisters left, went back to the hotel. Monique said she was done filming and that was that. So we really only got, you know, Derek and his sister's side of the story, but he was. I'm sick of you and these bitches. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's probably what Monique's sister's saying to her. Yes, I'm sick of you and these bitches. Yes, right. So <laughs> it was just like, uh, so off-putting. Derek, like, stop playing everybody. And then you know the sisters are like, no, you're not riding with us. But I also think that that was a slick way for Derek to be like, all right, y'all can ride off, still go get ready for this party. I'm going to go go get an Uber and it's ripe time for cheating. Me and Monique have fallen out. So yep. let me go hit up one of these other girls. Yep. Yep. And probably invite all the type of bitches to the party. Yes. Too. Let's, let's be clear. 
Because yes. now Monique not coming. I wouldn't be surprised if he did this on purpose so Monique wouldn't come. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he thinks he's slick and it's like, no, we're starting to pick up what Derek, you're putting down. I will be on his neck. Do you hear me? Like what? <laughs> right. And we know. Or leave him to do that. I would be like, you know what? The life that you want to live. No. Mm-mm. He needs to go be single. He really does. And I mean, you'd still, you'd still be on a probably even better press run. I mean, can you imagine like Derek being able to pull up at all these strip clubs? Girl, well, yeah. Or like, yeah, I agree. You You want to be outside anyway. More club appearances even, right? Like there's stuff that Monique is not willing to do. Or let's face it, you know, in our society, there's there are places that are going to be like, "Mm, you could come, but maybe not her. Yeah. But I think he would be fine either way. So why not just let it go? But I think there's also, again, I'm still not completely sold on the idea that he is not a pimp. I believe he is a pimp and Monique is showing up as a bottom bitch. She wants to get money. Shut the entire fuck up, Jackie. Girl, you don't see it. No, I don't think that. I think it is. I he, think she's. You know who he think he is? Oh, he he think he Uncle Clifford. That's who he. What think do you he mean? Is. Like a stable of, you know what I'm saying? Different type of chicks, and he like not a pimp, but that you know, like he in charge that. He's in charge he of the girls. To, yeah. Like his sisters. And then he got Monique. Like, that's who he think he is. But it's like, not that. Okay. So, fair. But when you do that and you don't have a club, <laughs> what is it then? <laughs> I think he's trying to do... <laughs> I don't know. I don't like the pimp. I don't like that word. <laughs> I think he is a pimp. And... <laughs> Monique is okay with it. It's paying her bills. It keeps her from sitting at the vet clinic. You know, gives her Girl, some relevance. She had quit that job. She bad not had quit that job. Child, let her tell it on. You know, I think it was Angela Yee. She said that she's still working, but I'm just having a hard time believing it. Um, I saw that they are now taking bookings for Atlanta promo. So. Y'all are still out in these streets. Like, Monique, even if you had the best PTO, you know, setup. Girl, it's still I'm sure, no. girl, I'm sure they not booked and busy like that either. And I'm pretty sure they just probably working with her. She's not booked and busy mm-hmm. like that now. Right, I'm fair. Like, Monique, you could come home, go to work, fly wherever you go. That's probably part of the interview because they charge it 3000 to interview them so that's what i'm hearing yeah yeah so so. i don't know i don't know but it's like every week we see some more crazy shit and and to me the only way this stuff can be justified is if there's some sort of more transactional you know setup to their relationship that they both are okay with because otherwise it's like monique every week we find out about him cheating on you more not defending your honor Picking 
you know, his sisters but over she, you. you know what? Monique Gibbs, that's what she used to or something. Like, she act like it's normal. Monique, she's not never surprised. Like, she has not, like, cried. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, she has. Girl, you know that girl. I mean, not for real. Not, like, not about him cheating like that, though. Like, I don't get it. Like, she's not acting like it's bothering her. She act like it's normal. Like, is this what you used to? But she says she's yeah. used to being the one that leaves. So I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I feel like she was lying to us. <laughs> I don't know. And again, right? All of Agreed. that. If there's so many inconsistencies and in who you told us you are and how you've shown up, I don't know what to believe about you anymore. So either you are super insecure, even though you don't want to admit that. And you're letting this man treat you like crap because it's making you extra money or you're very used to this behavior and this treatment. So this is all, you know, or I don't know. It's just, it's, it's not adding up. Like you saying that you are this strong woman who used to love them and leave them and you're not insecure and you didn't want to beef with the sisters and all of these things that she's claiming it is it still doesn't add up like they all don't match up because ultimately you Monique show is messy though right like, you show up as a mean girl and a messy girl yeah yeah the sister did not lie about that Monique is messy I don't yeah. know I don't know I just don't know <laughs> I just don't know she i don't know she just come off as a little ghetto you know she, she think it's okay to yeah she think it's okay to call him bitches like she said from time to time that's so the word that she used like girl that's not cool at all i was so blown when she said that i'm like oh my gosh girl <laughs> ma'am mamas what from time to time i might call you a little bitch from time to time <laughs> you know what jack girl but yeah like she i don't know that's ghetto shit you know, right ghetto girls think that's okay it's giving krishan and girl <laughs> it's giving uh 79th hell okay yeah um, imagine running into monique you know at your local <laughs> jewel no, not my local and no no she won't be out here when i'm at honey <laughs> no no <laughs> <sighs> okay she was trying to give us sweet and pleasant it's like you know that's not who you are and you and we see it we see it for our uh, for ourselves and you and derek want to ride out and be the you know Beyonce and Jay Z, O2, Bonnie and Clyde type shit, and you are and neither so, one of them have moved. Like y'all see, right. y'all doing this long distance. Right. So Monique, how is that your man? Right. That's thank you. Because when you're thank not you. there, he cannot be faithful to you at all. Right. He he falls so, out with you and sends you home to cheat in peace. <laughs> do you hear me, girl? I don't understand. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. So that's why I'm like, all right, this should be it for y'all because you and your sisters go back to Chicago. I'm sure there's some point where they reconnect, but we obviously don't need to see anything else because at this point, what is there to say? You know, this is 
I'm the only thing I am curious about is how you reconnect after your families fall out with each other and you have all of these, you know, new notions about each other because clearly Derek was like, Oh yeah, I'm realizing that Monique has basically been the problem, even though we know that's just him, you know, right. projecting. Like, like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, what are you about? Yeah. I hate it when he said that. Right. But also, Monique, you are nasty. Exactly. She makes everybody it easy. had they, they part to play in it. Put it like that. His sisters were messy on their end. They had a little piece. You know, Derek, you got a big piece. Eat it. Yeah. And Monique, too. All y'all messy in y'all own way, but calling each other messy. Right. Messy asses. Yep. <laughs> 100%. So, and, that, and I think that's where it's, it keeps coming back around and we keep hearing more from them. But I don't get it. Because if it was me, girl, we would be done. We would be done. We, we would have never got there. Y'all, y'all yeah. good. Right. We good. We not going to keep saying this. Y'all heard of the word on the street. Y'all can't keep our hands off each other. We don't want to see that. Right. We not that time. Y'all could take that over to, to Zeus. <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> Zeus Network. Okay. Maybe, maybe they will get a show on Zeus. I can see I, it. I bet you they do. I can see it. Child. I can see it. The way they call the way on social media, I can see it. It would be Monique, Derek, Elizabeth, Aubriana. Ooh, fighting. Looking so stupid. I don't want to see that shit. I'll be done with it at that point. Like, all right, y'all. Oh, no. I'm be tuned in. <laughs> oh, no. That's so ghetto. <laughs> what? So ghetto. Me tuning in? <laughs> no, like, don't be an old <laughs> Girl, but you, I mean, that's. That's the environment where I can see it happening for sure. Oh, for sure. You, oh, for ooh, sure. You know what? See, and this is probably where there's some sort of rules, but you know how on Zeus they have that kind of come to Jesus moment show, you know, where two like uh, media rivals will come and sit down and have a conversation with each other. Girl, I've never seen that. <laughs> like that would be such a good platform for them, especially since there aren't love after lock of reunions. So if they could just Which why in the fuck <laughs> is there not love after lock of reunions? Come on, Lee TV, we need it, okay? Right. Like if y'all Gosh. never thought to have a reunion before, we need Are y'all to Y'all need some hoes? What's up? Bitch, I can get fat. I can get real fat. Real, real fat. <laughs> what do you mean? What you said? Do they need some what? Host, honey. Oh. Me and you. Okay? Yes, yes. Period. I thought you said you need some hoes. I'm like, why would you be wanting oh, to be no, a host? No. I don't want to be a hoe. I don't want to be a hoe. <laughs> My bad. Yes. No, right? Let us host it. Okay. We have the questions. And we know oh, how to because Bring Michael and Sarah back, Megan too. I got some choice words. Come on, bring them all back. Let's do a, re- a real reunion around this bitch, okay? Yes, a reunion. Um, and it's going to be for all of the seasons. Anybody can get it. Right. We we already got Deontay. We don't need him no more. He can't come. <laughs> he can't come no way. So Child. come on. The rest of y'all, let's go. Or it could be like um Andy Cohen's show. 
so we could get anybody from any season and then they could like talk to us about what they got going on girl let me let me stop give them my idea oh yeah we're not doing that boom might be something we need to discuss on the side right don't worry about it take this mm-hmm. offline but Period. but yeah so so that was them we'll see how much longer we see them um i i definitely don't have any um any notes on next week but i've got two universe updates two love after lockup universe updates so um there have been some recent arrests so one of them um uh, both of them actually uh were posted on march 19th on starcasm.net uh the first one is uh, Lacey's Bay, John Slater arrested again. Dang, not my main <laughs> man, John. <laughs> oh man. Yes. So what do you do? I'm finna bond him out. What do you do? Uh, What's up? What is it? So according to jail records, John he got arrested over last weekend um, in Virginia Beach. The charge is listed as possession of a Schedule One slash Two controlled substance. John is still on probation from his 2020 conviction for possession, so it could be that he just violated the probation. But I mean, have we not watched John on this show several seasons? Unfortunately, his issue was always that he used again, and that's why he went back to jail there really wasn't much else that he was doing he was always it was either he that's was that's why i said i'm gonna bond him out because it ain't never nothing you know too much it ain't never <laughs> nothing serious okay oh my gosh so according to virginia court records he was cited for reckless driving on february 23rd of this year it appears from the annotated docket entry that john was caught doing 89 in a 55 and so in virginia if you're caught doing more than 20 miles per hour over the posted limit the result is a misdemeanor reckless driving charged oh no i would just i can't just get a ticket right right Mm -mm. i'll give me a regular car virginia no more sports car (laughs) yeah and they said that could have been triggered by like um a speed check device and they can basically trigger something to revoke your probation pretty easily um with that with that reckless driving charge so so yeah he basically it's like you got in trouble doing stupid shit and now you're back in jail because you have a charge that carries weight and you're on probation for it and so you're gonna go back every time so let's see oh good for uh news for you uh john was lightning quick posting his bond (laughs) So he, very good. Yes, he posted his bond and was released on the same day he was arrested, and his next court date is March 29th. Okay, boom. Yeah, we're so. gonna nigga John till it's free. <laughs> I mean, till it's backwards. Sorry, I'm so not hip. I be trying. <laughs> <laughs> so that was him, and the second one, love and lo- love after lockup royalty. Michael Simmons arrested, charged with two felonies. So Mm. Michael from Michael, Sarah, Maria, Megan, whoever you want to put him with. Mm -hmm. 
this young man, um, he seems like he was staying out of legal trouble after his July 2021 felony child neglect conviction and December 2021 arrest for an outstanding warrant. However, the double-dicked reality star's trouble-free streak ran out this week after he found himself back in jail and facing two felonies. According to the jail and court records, Michael has booked in Miami-Dade County just before 8 p.m. on Thursday, March 16th. He has been charged with a felony count of battery of a police officer. Um, In parentheses, it says corrections officer, firefighter, etc., and Mm -hmm. a felony count of resisting an officer with violence to his person in his rather rough mugshot photos michael Mm -hmm. appears to have some facial injuries given his charges the assumption is his injuries were sustained during an altercation with the arresting officers so yeah he looks like some folks landed a few hits on his face Um, Both felony charges against Michael were filed in Miami-Dade County Circuit Court on Thursday. And the 31-year-old looking more like 51 in these pictures Mm -hmm. um, posted his $5,000 bond on the same day the charges were filed. So John and Michael both bonded themselves out pretty quickly. Uh, Michael's next scheduled court date is April 14th. So... Mm. (laughs) <laughs> no surprise with that one at all always into some shit probably still hasn't worked a day since he's been out <laughs> goodness of gracious course not. and it's so frustrating because michael you probably could have found a way to still be on life after lockup you dealing oh, with yeah. maria what? y'all just had a That's baby what they was monique and Derek before there was a monique and Derek. Like. right Right. For real, for real. Michael ran, so the rest of y'all ignorant, stupid, sore, <laughs> little light skin, right? Okay, yeah, because it's a fool. But, yeah, okay. so he he can't stay out of trouble. He can't get his shit together, but he still had that money to to bond himself out. It's unfortunate because he definitely has a new baby with Maria. And, of course, still has the girls with Sarah. So, oh, my gosh. See, that would would be good TV. Like, get your shit together. (laughs) We TV, go get him. (laughs) And put a camera in his face. Maybe that'll keep him from doing dumb shit. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Well, that is it for this week Um, on the universe updates. That's it for the recap. And I think, you know, we've got a few more episodes left to go. They're not doing too bad. You know, I was nervous that if Monique and Derek uh, really fell off, that there wouldn't be much more. But there's some storylines that I'm still tuned in for. I I do know that I did see that we're finally going to see Brittany and Marcelino. Oh, yeah. On the next episode. Yeah. So I guess there's that. But <laughs> beyond that want to see the other storylines wrap up for the season and yeah hopefully hopefully they finish strong yeah we'll see (laughs) all right well until next week you take care bye all right bye
Thanks for tuning in to another Love After Lockup review. We appreciate y'all. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.